Today, on this first Sunday in November, we observe the Feast of All Saints. I love the image that Isaiah presents that Jane read so beautifully of this feast to all people on top of the holy mountain. It's offering the best of what God has made. Fine food, well-aged wine, and though Isaiah didn't mention it, I know there were delicious desserts. But it is not just the food that holds my imagination. It's the people who have gathered around this feast. Because today I'm thinking about the people who have taught me about God and have tended the flames of faith within my heart and mind. I'm thinking about all the people who've already taken their place, found their seat at that table, and who've shown me through their life what it means to live nourished by feasting on the word. These are people that I have known and loved in my lifetime, as well as people I've never met because we've been separated by centuries, by language, by geography, even religion, but have nevertheless made their mark on me and given me gifts of truth and questions and insights, all that have deepened my faith the way kindred spirits do. I think we all have people who have made this kind of mark on us in our lives. Names and faces that come to mind that we call on from time to time to help us navigate life when it's mundane and boring and when it's extraordinary and stressful and full of excitement. When life offers us times of blessing and moments of woe. On this day, the church celebrates the people who, as St. Paul writes, have used their gifts to equip others to be saints in the work of ministry. And I love that on all saints, we remember all the saints, which means it's also those who are living saints, who are building up the body of Christ even now, so that all of us, come to the full stature and maturity that is in Christ. So with that in mind, I offer three lessons from the saints that I'm thinking about today. One of them is that the saints remind us we are connected. We are connected to so many people in this life and in the larger life with God. We're connected to so much faith, so many stories, so much love. I experienced the deepening of this sense of connection in my time in Cuba. Learning how to introduce myself. In Spanish, the literal translation for saying your name is to say, Mi llamo es, which means I am called by. Instead of my name is, who calls me my name? And in Cuba, as in many Latin American countries with Catholic religious roots, Mary, or Maria, is a very popular name. Which means I was never the only Maria in every group that we were part of. At our sister church at Gethsemane, there were three of us Marias. So we had our own version of 
the gospel texts that say, this is Mary, the mother of James, and Mary, the wife of Clopas, and the other Mary, who's no connection. We don't know, but she's the other one. So I used my middle name to help identify myself. Because when they would say, Maria, all three of us would turn and look. and Which one of us do you want? So I said, mi llamo es Maria Virginia. I am called Maria Mary Virginia. I'm named after my grandmothers, mi abuelas, two saints whose names I bear and whose stories shape my identity. I'm not me without Mary Catherine and Virginia Catherine. Just like you are not you without all the people who have made you who you are today, without the people who've named you, who've called you. So who are you connected to today? Bring them to mind. Who in the cloud of witnesses in this life and the larger life make you you that you remember today? A second lesson I learned from the saints, also in Cuba, came from a living saint named Sila, a pastor in La Bahita, who has been teaching and preaching that Dios es amor, God is love, for longer than I have been alive, and weathering the blessings and the woes that come with living out Jesus' call to love your enemies, to do good to those who hate you, to bless those who curse you, and pray for those who hurt you. Sila shared this story of how she came to know this was her call, to proclaim that God is love to communists and revolutionaries and campesino country people and city folks. Whoever comes through her door, they hear the same three words, Dios es amor, and God loves you. And she said that this is hard. Loving like Jesus is hard. And it takes lots of practice, forgiving herself and for others. But she said that God's love enables her to forgive and keep forgiving until it no longer hurts. And she smiled as she said it, as if to say, well, naturally forgiving hurts. But keep practicing love. Keep forgiving others even when it hurts. Because God's love is what heals wounds and connects us to the larger cloud of witnesses in this world and the next. That's what God's love does. It heals and connects us and helps forgiving not hurt. For the love of God is what knits us together as individuals and binds us together as a people. It's a love that never dies. It does not end at the grave. It's a love that crosses borders and boundaries and languages. It's the divine love that saints have embodied in their worlds and in our worlds. It's the love that shows us how to live the life we are called to live, which is to live with courage and compassion and authenticity. 
And when we do that, we become something like saints ourselves. Deeply loved, deeply flawed, human beings through whom the glory of God has been, is being, and will always be revealed. We probably won't get feast days named in our honor. We will make mistakes. We will disappoint one another. So saints aren't saints because they're perfect, without fault. But when we keep trying to love and forgive and build one another up using our gifts, we become saints as we live into our purpose and let God's glory shine in us. I'll share one more lesson from a contemporary saint of mine, not from Cuba, from Barbara Brown Taylor from Georgia. She said in a sermon, the reality is all of us who have been baptized are already saints. We've already been given our halos because all it takes to be a saint is to belong to God. I'm going to say that again. All it takes to be a saint is to know we belong to God. Once you've linked up with Christ's body, once you've been baptized in his name and shared his body and blood, you have everything you need to be a saint. You have your identity, your halo, and a choice to live as who you are or not. So remember, those who call you by your name, those who have helped shape your identity through their strengths and their weaknesses, through the love they have given you, and the grief they may have caused you. Remember that loving like Jesus will bring blessings and woes, that it will make life uncomfortable at times and exhilaratingly glorious at other times, but at all times it will be worth it. And remember that you have everything you need to be a saint. You have your identity. You have your halo. You have a choice to live as who you are or not. So may we choose courageously today. May we learn today. May we choose love today and all days. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>